Thank you to our four sponsors for supporting our podcast. Johnny Russell's Art Caterers and Milktown Pies, Alexander Grace Law, Jez and Lisa's Spoonful of Sweets and SPE Furnishings. Links to their websites are available in the show notes and on our website. Don't forget to subscribe to get all the latest episodes as soon as they're released. I didn't think we were, you know, it was by any means, you know, the way the season had gone that we were uh, we were out of it. So it was just a case of, you know, get back in, Charlie's Charlie's in, let's get another partnership, let's try and, you know, work it around again. I mean, just to, just to step in a little bit, you know, when you were talking about 230 not being, you know, like a, a massive score, obviously yeah. we've, won, we've won four Worsley Cups now. Yeah. And that's the highest score in the Worsley right. Cup finals that we've right. played. Yeah. You know, we've had... Oh, cracker. You know, we've, we've batted first and got 180 against Church and won. We've yeah. batted second against Burnley when they've got 116. Yeah. We've just crept over the line. And, yeah. you know, what did we What did we get this year, Joe? Two, 230? Did we get 230 this year? Or 220? Uh, I think it was 230 from memory. Yeah. Um. Just, it might have even been a little... You take your time, Joe. Will do. No problem. I'll, f- usually, I'll fill in. I usually can remember stuff like this. This is ludicrous. I'll fill in. Uh, oh, bless we got 254. Right. So that, you know, that and that yeah. was, uh, you know, completely and utterly incredible, wasn't it? Yeah. At the end of that yeah. innings, you know, but it looked like when I went in that, you know, two, 210 would have been a great score for us. Yeah. And we yeah. managed to get 250. Yeah. So, you know, really... You know, like 230 in a cup final. We've always said, you know, runs on the board is hard to you know, hard to chase down in any cup final. Well, I was going to say it's the cup final. It's the pressure. The professionals yeah. have been there, have played in front of crowds, amateurs who've been around a long time and and won umpteen trophies. It must get easier. But for us, you're right. You know, it just appeared a little bit. Yeah, less less than I remember it was. So yeah. so so Peter's out. Charlie's coming in. We are now 70 for three. Peter's on his way out. I don't think there's any sign of any rain that's going to come at this stage. And you too. I think, you know, I'm going to bring you in, Charlie, and ask you just what your thoughts were when you first came in. But it's quite remarkable how similar it was in the, in the, the, um, the building blocks for the innings of the way you worked the ball around. You know, they were never, didn't look like you were going to run get run out, you know, turning twos into threes, ones into twos. It, it looked very calm once you'd got yourself in. How did you feel when you came out, Charlie, and how did that inning develop? Um, a little bit nervous, to be to be honest, when right. I first went out. But yeah. um, I think the fact that we'd done pretty well together in the semi-final yeah. helped. You know, so you kind of reflect back, don't you, to yeah. Good, yeah. Good, good situations that you've been in and... Um, and and that was obviously pretty recent. Yeah. I remember Blair saying to me that it was a good good track. And yeah. when you're walking out, that's what you want to wear. Yeah. You know, you don't want to wear that it's a shocker, <laughs> and it, you know. Yeah. And obviously we'd played on we'd bowled on it. And so and again, I said earlier about keeping on it. You you kinda I knew it was a good track and I knew it wasn't doing very very much. Um, um and, and we started well again and, and 
I think it also helps being at home. Whenever you're playing yeah. at home, you kind of know you know where the ones are, you know where the twos are, you know where the threes are. And again, Blaise was you know really fair at that point, and yeah, and we we ran pretty well early on, and the ball was coming on nice, and we were both I think in pretty good form, which obviously helps. Um, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's I don't remember that yeah. much about. The innings that I don't know, it kind of it was a massive occasion, wasn't it? But I just don't yeah. remember that much about it. I remember batting towards the end of the innings where we, yeah, you know, we're not, um, we were nowhere near one, but um, bless, I remember bless saying to me, just went to the crease in the middle after the yeah. end went over, and bless said, um, have you heard that? And we stopped and listened because when you're batting, you kind of don't, yeah, you, you kind of ignore really what's going on around you, or you try to anyway, you get in a bit yeah. of a zone, don't you? And, and the crowd yeah. was. So loud, it was electric, and yeah, no, the the the, the occasion was fantastic, amazing. Yeah, I was going to ask about that, Charlie. When you because and, and there is no way better way of um, summing it up other than alcohol. So you you've got your crowd going. Everyone is really happy. They bought these tents from Frank, where it's you know you get forty cans in your tent for for ten people or whatever, and then they're ordering more, yeah. and then there's a fight, then there's a streaker. And things are getting more and more boisterous. The weather affects people. What was it like? I mean, you've just said you know you are a cool character, Charlie, and you do get yourself in a zone. But yourself, Blaise, and for Charlie, is it something that you you were buzzing off? Was it something that you felt a bit of pressure or that cracker? There's this many people crammed in here. If we don't do this, not that you're going to be in the shit, but if we don't do this, there's going to be a lot of disappointed people. How do you feel about that, Blaise? I think like. Charlie said he, you sort of zone out while you're batting. He, he, it's strange that you you know switch on, switch off, you know, between balls. But at the end of the over, you sort of listen to it a little bit. But whilst yeah. whilst you're actually concentrating, and you couldn't really hear the crowd. And you know, Peter's played in front of bigger crowds than we've played in front of in test in test matches. And uh, you know, when you're concentrating, you, you just you cannot hear the. You can't hear the crowd, yeah. you know. It's it's, yeah. a, it's one of those things that you yeah. know. It's slightly surreal that you all of this stuff's going on, but for that, you know, for like ten seconds that somebody's running in, you just do not hear. A, you could hear a pin yeah. drop in your own mind. Yeah, I mean that's interesting. And I'll come on to a few points of what happened with Haslington and what happened with the crowd and, and other things. Peter, I mean, this is, I've not asked this question before or anything. Is that right? It's, you know, you're played in front of tens of thousands of people in test matches all over the world. Is that the same for a pro as it is for an amateur? Yeah, I think so. As, as they said, you just don't, it's, it's probably, um, well, you know, they call it, you can call it the zone or being in the zone, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it. That's, that's sort of what you're talking about, really. Like yeah. I said, you're not, at the time, you just don't really, you just don't really, realize what's going on around you and that's just because i guess your level of focus is you know yeah. is, is so is so fine um you know and, and any batsman will tell you when when you when you are you know in that zone so to speak um that's that's when the game that's when the game slows down and it seems easy because you know your concentration levels are just um you know at, at, a, at a at a real high so yeah yeah and, that, and that's probably the key you know whether it's no matter what level you're playing at it's can you can you shut out all those distractions um, yeah you know, and and play like there's no one watching, and it's just in the backyard. Yeah. You know, when, yeah, you're, when you're really relaxed, and and can you, yeah. you know, can you put away those thoughts, which is, you know, shit. If we, you know, if I get out here, yeah. we might lose, and that's, you know, yeah. all these people yeah. are going to go home disappointed, or you know, whatever, yeah. whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
it's the same the same feeling whether it's an international game or a Worsley Cup final. Um, yeah, because you know, at, yeah. at the time, at the time, it is you know you do think it's you know, <laughs> life life yeah. and death basically. It, yeah, and it, and it is, and it's so interesting that the mind can do that when you know for the right people getting in the right place. I mean, I I was going to talk through Gary. I'll bring you in here. I was going to talk through the you know as the games progressed and alcohol and sun has, has kicked in. Can you remember some of the incidents when Aslinden were batting? And there were certainly a lot of games and shit going on and, and what your thoughts, thoughts were, because you would have been halfway down your fourth log of Shandy there. Yeah, probably about that, um, maybe third. Yeah. Um, I think um, there was a there's a bit of a fracas and a bit of uh, verbals with uh, Mickingham, I think, down by scorebox. Yeah. Uh, um, that got a bit a bit tasty. I think we wanted the sponsors tense. Um, obviously, the streaker were um, <laughs> were uh, another moment. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's you. Well, we've never seen anything like it, have we? Down at Laura, it's not just no. the game itself, but no. just the the occasion and, and that. And it just you know, you soak you do soak it all up as much as we were we were having a good time ourselves in in, in yeah. our tent. Um, and and I think just going back to the the partnership. Uh, Blaise and, and Charlie, it's, you know, at the time, I, I don't remember thinking, oh, well, that's it, you know, we've lost three, um, you know, top order bats, batsmen for not so much and uh, we've still got to get 2.30 and it's dark and all that sort of thing. You know, yeah. Obviously, because of the semi-final and one or two other time, and Ch- Charlie and, uh, and Blaise were having decent, sick, good seasons. Um, you look back in hindsight and I, I, I don't know why we're ever, you know, you're not surprised, are you? Um, you know, Blaise speaks for himself and, and then Charlie always had that cool temperament whenever he's at, at the crease. You don't think that anything's out of, out of control yeah. or, yeah. Um, you know, I remember his debut against Accrington when he was 15 and, you know, yeah. it weren't that he got a lot of runs, but uh, Granger were on a tasty wicket and there were a few verbals flying around and he, and he just yeah. never lost his cool then. Um, no. Uh, right from that, and and so yeah, not surprised really in in retrospect. No, I how they've handled it, and how and how they've caught with it, and I mean the one thing, I mean it is coming back to me those different memories. I'll know, I forget the incident where someone's trying to have a go at Mickingham on the on the edge, and there is no two. We wouldn't have done this as a team. We would always stick up for each other. Don't get me wrong, but there purposely we were getting on top there, and because there was a bit of a a, a situation, their players, if you remember, went down to almost instigate or continue this involvement in what could have been a handbags at dawn and Blaise and Charlie are, sat, are stood in the middle on their own. They've done that on purpose without a doubt. I remember that. Um, yeah. And would we have done that because we're not that experienced at trying to change games or influence games without cricket? I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm not I so sure. No, I don't, I'm not sure. We would. Can you remember that, Blaise? Did it affect you at all or did it just give you a No, breather? just, again, it was like almost on the periphery. I did, you know, yeah. We didn't really know what had gone on, you know. I think we got on, I think we had got on top by then. So I think me and Charlie, yeah. when we got to the middle, we're just saying, Look, we're, we'll bang on top here, you know. Yeah. Let's yeah. just keep going, let's just keep concentrating, you know. Yeah. Let's wait yeah. till they're ready, you know. Same with the streaker, it was, you know, hilarious jumping yeah. over the stumps and stuff. And yeah, that I think that's part of the time when we said, Just have a look around, it's incredible what's here because yeah. that was the first time you'd sort of like yeah. come out of yourself a little bit. Uh, you know, have you know ten ten minutes relaxing while he was uh, yeah spinning on his head in the middle of the square. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, and you've used that to your advantage. I hope 
You weren't looking then, Joe Martin, were you? No, I was selling CDs. Yeah, still selling CDs, yeah. <laughs> Dude, for me and you in the dressing room, you know, again, you give me your version of it, but I remember at that stage I was pretty pretty nervous and, you know, not in bits, but I was not comfortable of, of losing two or three wickets. I think when Charlie got out, I wasn't comfortable of losing two or three wickets and having to all pad up and everything. I, and I, I just stood outside permanently. What, what were you doing at that stage when yeah. we were looking like we are on top? Same. I was just buzzing around with changing room, really nervous energy. And I was, I was nervous big time. And it came yeah. to the time when I had to get my pads on. Um, yeah. And uh, I do remember feeling, <clears throat> you know, very nervous. I, probably, I can't really remember being nervous too many times in my cricket career, but I, I definitely were nervous that day. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. I think we all were in there because we knew we were so close and doing so well. So back to you two guys. Yeah, so we've got, you know, you, you two have put 150 on. You've run them ragged. Um, there's been different incidents in the ground. It, it, it's it's become cloudier. It's clear there's going to be some sort of rain or some sort of problem which might make the umpires take us off. And you, and I'm sorry you have to put you through this, um, but what was it like then? You've got out, you've been caught. Uh, I can't remember where you were caught. Cattle caught you off deer, and and then you're walking mm. off the pitch. How did you feel then? I was gutted. I bet. Uh, I, bet. I remember going off the rain. Went off the rain for a little bit, didn't we? Oh yeah. So you we went off whilst you two were still in, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty confident then. I remember distinctly. Remember Andy McLeod walking past, and he was obviously going home. He went, make sure you finish it off, and then right. went back out. And I think I got out pretty. Soon after that, Dasher were bowling, and it was pretty dark. To be fair, he bowled a short, yeah. wide one that had us absolutely nailed. Yeah, to point, and I thought I actually when I did it, I thought it's gone for six. But then um, Castle came out on decent catch. And yeah. I was absolutely devastated, to be honest, because because yeah. how many how many runs did we need from then? Well, we need a fourteen that at that stage. Fourteen, yeah. but yeah, I just. I just in my mind at that point, me and Blas were going to win the game, you know. Yeah, yeah, because um, yeah, you had balls to spare as well, Charlie. And I don't yeah. want to bring up bad memories about this, and don't, you know, because obviously you'd celebrate as, as much as the rest of us. Uh, and it is a shame that, that that happened, but you've still got 150 partnership in a final, mm. you know, it, which is yeah. still the record of the biggest gate ever that's been there. So it's a fantastic effort from you two. Um, and you've gone, and you look at it now, it's a piece of piss. We still had, well, four, eight, 22 balls left in any event after we'd won it, you know, after you'd got out. But it, it must have been mm. devastated for you. And it certainly put the shits up me and uh, me and Duke and a few <laughs> others. Um, I, I was like, massively confident that, it, that obviously the, 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 the team that we had at that year in that yeah. game, you know, I was still confident we were going to win. I was yeah, just gutted yeah. that I'd not seen it through. You know, I, th I still thought yeah. we were going to win, Jess. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That's good. You, you know, you're disappointed that, you, you know, you're having to get someone else to go out there uh, and put up with that pre pressure. We've done this before, Blaise, because you've been on the previous 2004. Yeah. Fantastic occasion. Your nephew comes out and you win the game and the rest of this history has, you know, has been chaired off, off the field. You've talked us through all that, Blaise. That's fantastic. I'll come back to you in a minute, Blaise, just to gather your thoughts. If there's anything else you've gone there, how were you feeling then, Peter? About you're obviously ecstatic, and you're so pleased to see all these lads who've played so long for the club. Was that you know? Is that something that's still in your memory and still something that you do treasure? Yeah, absolutely. I think 
Um, my main memories, I mean, as we got closer to, to knocking off the runs, I guess the, probably I'm not sure if this was the same for everyone else, but it was sort of like, well, I just hope that we can finish the game tonight mm. because yeah, there's a bit of yeah. talk that we're going to have to yeah. come back tomorrow at, you know, five o'clock yeah. or whatever it was and, and, and finish the game. And when you think about the whole, the whole day, the whole occasion, um, yeah. sort of what it meant to the lower house club, that would have been, yeah. you know, that would have been a pretty awful way to, to have to yeah. finish the game. And, and plus there probably would have been a riot. Um, there probably would have been a riot at the ground <laughs> yeah. that night if yeah. they if yeah. called it off and umpires had come off and said we're coming yeah. back. So, so you know, not often you give credit to the umpires, but they, um, yeah. they obviously, yeah. they obviously sort of read the, read the mood of the crowd and, and yeah. thought, well, we'll just stay out there. And, and, and like I said, I still remember how dark it was. Like, you know, yeah. the ball, the ball was being bowled those last couple of overs and you couldn't even see it. No, and then you just no. you just hear that you'd hear the bat on ball, and then yeah, yeah, you know, and then you'd wonder where the ball which fielder was, which fielder was moving, and um, yeah, yeah, and yeah, and I just and I just remember at the end, obviously the you know the scenes of the you know the crowd rung on, and um, yeah, amazing, yeah, amazing, yeah, sort yeah, of, it, it, yeah. From that point on, bit of a bit of a blur, but yeah, just amazing to yeah. see the, how much joy there was. Yeah, and you're right, what you say about the umpires there, and you know, Chris, I, I'm sure you'd say the same because Dearden was. You know, he was he was clearly, and the rest of the Hasland and players just wanted to spoil the party, which you know we've no problem with. You know, I'm I'm sure we wouldn't have been, we wouldn't have been much different. But he started bowling bouncers at you, Blaz, that you know to try and get the game called off. But all you were doing, we were flicking him with an open bat over third man. What what were your memories around that? And did you ever feel that you weren't going to be able to see it and potentially might get hit? You know, did no, you feel I, about that? I think you know we know from playing T20s in the you know, in the dark, you know, it's it's probably the best place to play in the dark is actually batting because you've got the side screens. Yeah. You know, mm. you're watching it straight from the bowlers and so it's if anything, it's probably the easiest place to be in a in yeah. a dark dark game is as long as you can pick it up out of his hand, it, it, it's fine. So you know, yeah, by that time there was no issue batting for yeah. for me and Charlie. You know, it yeah. might have been harder work for somebody to come in, you know, if we'd have needed 2030 towards the end, it might have been you know very tough, but yeah, needing yeah, tens with six wickets left, it, it, I think it was pretty, mm. pretty much sorted yeah. for us, yeah. And also, if you'd have got out not long after Charlie, and we'd you know, we would have needed that, you know, extra what was it, Joe 14, and then you know, and maybe Ben gets out and and Ben Bowles, you know, we're all running around the dressing room. It does yeah. get a bit frantic, a bit frantic then, doesn't it? And the yeah. umpire, if the umpires are weak mm. and Mecca's, you know, at that stage we'd probably have said no, we'll come back tomorrow. But uh, as it turns <laughs> out, it uh, it all worked out very well. Um, so that you know, we've got to that point. The presentation's there, and as you say, the rest is history. Gary fell asleep in the gazebo along with quite a few other fans. Remember Ray Clegg off his off his uh, off his head on. Various, what was that big uh, instrument he had? Didgeridoo. Yeah, he yeah. Yeah, had a didgeridoo that I think someone had put some wacky backy in. So he was, <laughs> he, he was off his tits for, for, for all night. <laughs> Can you remember anything, Joe, from, you know, Joe Martin, from, you know, when the game had finished and when you got yourself, you know, we were all celebrating and you're a young kid watching us? Uh, yeah, I spent the majority of that time with. Corey, I think. Right. Uh, yeah. But I can remember when it rained, he uh, ran on to help with the covers. We were 10, right. but I, I I wouldn't go on. I was too scared to go on because I didn't think we were allowed. <laughs> um, right. Uh, 
I also think he poured a can of Carlin over my head when we won. <laughs> That's <laughs> typical, <laughs> typical cause, isn't it? Um, yeah, uh, I was very little. So I, I, apart from that, I can't really, I didn't really, I don't think I, I was in the crowd much um, no, after that. There was no. a lot of people uh, and I wouldn't have been able to see anything. I can't see no. anything now in a crowd, so. No. So, Blaise, you've, you know, we'll, we'll wrap this up shortly. We'll just go around the whole the whole guess around it. You know, the, the, there's photos everywhere, whether it's in social media, in the press, that photo of you being chaired off the ground. You look a little bit shell-shocked in the photographs we see. Have you any memory around that, around getting off the field there and you know, how proud remember, you must have felt? Yeah, I just wanted to get off, really. I, I had Kez, Kez, Dirks and Tilly sort of lifting me up and they're not the most trustworthy, so I was <laughs> right. you didn't quite, happy, quite, quite happy to get off as quick as possible, really. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, I've said it before, it's just like, you know, when we, we were talking about, you know, how would you wish your final to go? That's your dream scenario, isn't it? It's yeah. it's what you, yeah. it's, you know, it's take, taking a wicket with the last ball to win the game, isn't it, for a yeah. bowler? It's yeah, yeah. Taking a, taking a brilliant catch as a wicketkeeper to win the game as a batter yeah. to, to be there at the end. For it to be 100, I don't think I'd ever sort of even dreamt no. that you got 100 to win yeah. the game. That, that yeah. not have you no. to be there at the end was just... Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. No, it is. While, while you were on, uh, while you were being hoisted aloft, I seem to remember, I think I were talking either Johnny Russell or Dave Worley were in Australia. And I'm actually Johnny giving him Johnny Ross, Johnny. Johnny, yeah. yeah. And I'm giving him ball by ball commentary at last two or three overs, sort of thing. And I remember handing you a mobile phone while you're on. Yeah, I can't, <laughs> on I cannot remember that. <laughs> but that was a sensible conversation at that oh, stage. <laughs> I must have been mad actually doing it, but yeah, I, I yeah. remember that. And them days, it'd cost you about 150 quid, wouldn't it? And you, you pay as you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm in no- Nokia brick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so what I'll do is I'll go around the whole um, the whole group that are on here at the moment just to talk about that, and then I'd like to come back to you, Pete, and just talk about your your career. Uh, you know, when you've come to the the end of your test career, end of your first class career, and then you know through to what you're up to now. So, Joe Benaducci, is there anything you'd like to add around the uh, the Worsley Cup run that we had there? No, I think you've covered it pretty no. well there, Jez. Yeah. Great day. Yeah. Brilliant day. Yeah. Brilliant yeah. year. And yeah. in my opinion, played a massive part in setting up what happened the following year as well. Yeah, I agree. And and, and what's gone on from there. Thanks, Joe. Gary, you know, you've had probably the best seat of all of us, really, when you've you've watched all the rounds and you've gone up to the final and, and watched it all there. Anything that you, you, you contribute to fantastically well for us? Anything you want to add? Um, no, I, I was just brilliant. I mean, like I said earlier on, I'm moving a lot of furniture around at the moment and came across all the merch that the club uh, <laughs> made thousands out of afterwards as well. Oil paintings and all the framed <laughs> signed scorecards yeah. and, and match yeah. day tickets and things like that. So yeah. um, obviously not just the, the memories of the day, but the, the, the memorabilia afterwards as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a great point that Gary. And you know, we think about you know Dave Wren and and you know and the people who enjoyed that, and you know, we'll still be looking down and 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 listening to these podcasts. That you know, that was for those types of people as well. No, a really good point that Gary. Little Joe Martin, you were uh, still toddling around with Carlin dripping off your ears. 
<laughs> Anything you want to add? Uh, uh, no, it's just fantastic to get the yeah. insight from uh, from the players and, and Gary yeah. and from that day. So it was it was Brilliant. tremendous. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Joe. Peter, back to you then. Just your you know your final thoughts around that day in in August. 2004 and then where you know what you went back to New Zealand playing good cricket still continuing to play test match and one day cricket you retired I think we said did you say 2006 you finished test cricket the last test match uh 2014 2014 I finished all up playing first class cricket about 2017 yeah I mean just on the just on the whole I guess the the game the final the season I think um you know, I sort of mentioned it before, but I think, um, you know, I think, and you guys would probably know this, would know this better than me, but I, I sort of feel like the, obviously aside from it being the the first, the first um, Worsley Cup title, I think probably the, the reason it's so special was because, you know, a couple of, a couple of local lads were the ones that, that, you know, yeah. put together the, the big partnership. And I, I know it's a team game and everyone else, you know, contributed throughout the, the season and throughout the cup run and through that game. But yeah, because it was, you know, Two, two, two local guys who who sort of were, you know did did the bulk of the work and had that special partnership. Yeah. That's probably why yeah. it's you know even more special for for people like yeah. yourselves who are you know yeah. sort of died in the wool lower house yeah. lower house yeah. people. Um, yeah, yeah, that's you know, right. And, and that's that's the beauty of I guess that's yeah. the beauty of of club sport and, and club cricket is that it's yeah. actually yeah. it's actually about the it's about the people that make up the club and like I said always got really really fond memories of that season um, yeah yeah, just the, just the banter the banter that we had in the changing room and yeah you know you'd, yeah. you'd walk in the changing room you know on a Saturday or Sunday morning and you know, you'd sort of walk in there and you just you know didn't matter who you were you'd just wait for it and yeah. sure enough within about five seconds someone would be someone yeah. would be having a crack at you no matter who it was yeah. and yeah. you know you'd just yeah. have to wait someone for the next be... guy to walk in so that he could be at the brunt yeah. of all the he'd go the next <laughs> one yeah, no, it's perfectly right. And it was such a pleasure having you there, Peter, and, and you know, you experiencing the, the first trophy that, that we've got and, and you know, the, the career that you've had. And, you know, it, it's such a, such a pleasure to play with you. And then you've gone on from there. You've got to, I mean, where I've got the 2006 from, um, you've got, because you, you were the highest New Zealand uh, scorer in a series against Sri Lanka, weren't you? You got uh, did you get a, a yeah, couple no, of hundreds I mean, against them? And I think after that series, I went to I went on a New Zealand A tour of South Africa straight yeah. from straight from the UK. I think I missed the last. I think I might have missed the last game or two of the season. Um, yeah, yeah. Went over there, went on a tour of South Africa. It was New Zealand A and, and scored quite a few runs and um, and then yeah, sort of got picked got picked for New Zealand sort of the next the next season. Um, I remember yeah. going to came on. I did, Two tours of England, 2008, 2013. I think 2008, yeah. we played at Old Trafford and um, and saw David Wren. And um, yeah. yeah, yeah, he sort of he sort of gave me a he gave me a bit bit of a backhanded compliment. He sort of said, "Oh, yeah, I was amazed when I saw your name in the New Zealand team." And I was, <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! I said, "Thanks, David." I, oh, yeah, I, I, I sort of know I, I know what you mean, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, like I said, it's it's um, yeah special memories. And and then yeah, like I said to. To come back a couple of times and play in England, and unfortunately, um, never never managed to get back to Lower House. But hopefully, hopefully in the next few years, at some stage, when uh, yeah, when the world when the world goes back to yeah something something approaching normal life, yeah. And, um, next time I'm over in the UK, then I'll I'll Definitely. be sure to uh, I'll be sure to to pop in yeah. and um, yeah, and, and yeah, nice, nice to nice to be nice to see some old faces and 
tell some stories and um, oh, and sort of yeah. know that you know you're part of the part of the the eleven the eleven guys that, that yeah. you know that played in the in the first Wesley Cup win. First trophy, fantastic, Peter. That is uh, fantastic that you've. Uh, You've got those memories of us, and and you won't recognise the place now. It's it's had a lick of paint, and the dressing rooms aren't like a, a hen hut anymore, like they were when we played these two lads on my top left screen. Have have sorted all that out. So it, uh, yeah, if you get yourself over there, and if any of us are over in New Zealand, I'm sure we'd find we'd look you up and uh, and Evan. So that uh, really appreciate that. Anything else, finally, lads, before I, uh, I close this down? Any more comments? Just no. quickly want to ask, uh, sorry, Jess, right at yeah, the start, when you, when you said that um, you were playing against England and Jimmy Anderson were giving you a lot of pain, did he, did he reference the Burnley Lawhouse thing? Uh, not when he was sledging me, but I talked to him I talked to him after the series where both teams ended up in the same, in the same bar and... Um, yeah, he was. So I walked into the I walked into the into the into the toilets, and I was standing there at the urinal, and uh, and he he walks in after me, and there's just me and him standing there, and um, so he sort of stands next to you, and as you do when you're in the urinals, you sort of just you sort of just give a bit of a nod, and yeah, there you go. But you, obviously, you don't want yeah. to make eye contact or anything like that too much. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so he he'd said some pretty, you know, like he'd said some pretty. I guess things that you'd probably say are probably crossing the line, but you know, whatever it's what happens in the heat of the battle. And, um, and I sort of said to him, uh, I said, Oh, I said, are we, are we all right? And he said, Oh, what do you mean? I said, Oh, well, you know, you, you came pretty hard at me. So I thought maybe I've done something to, you know, I thought maybe I've done something to really offend you or, you know, like, yeah, you know? he said, Oh, no, 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 no. He said, you know, he said, I apologize. He said, it's all, you know, I went a bit, I got a bit carried away. I just, I've got a bit of white line fever and, you know, um, he basically sort of yeah completely apologised. And after that, I played him a few times after that, and he, and he never never he never said a bad word to me once. But yeah, we went and had yeah. a beer, and and um and yeah, he asked me. He said, oh yeah, you played at played at Lower House, and he sort of talked about the about the rivalry and stuff. And um, yeah, I think I remember. I think I remember one of those games we played them in two thousand and four. I think he was. I think he came down to watch. So um, yeah, yeah. Again, that's one of the one of the beauties of you know of, of club cricket is that you of course know, those, it is those rivalries, and you know I'm sure yeah. he's probably you know. As much as as much as lower house, you know, got that. Oh yeah, of Burnley. I'm sure he's. Yeah. I'm sure, he's just equally as passionate about it, and um, yeah, and uh, yeah, but no, he um, yeah, like I said, he's interesting. I think he's mellowed a bit in the last few years, but no, yeah, fair to, fair to say, he gave me a, a fair tongue lashing over the series. Yeah, oh, cracky. I bet he didn't, didn't mention Nicky Orpington for six, did he? <laughs> <laughs> just have to get that in, in case he's listening. Um, yeah. Brilliant, that. Thanks, uh, thanks, Joe. Uh, anyone else? Anything for Peter or for the for the listeners before we wind this up? Lindsay asked me, and and just she just said, you know, as far as you know, like Peter had a very successful season. The, the club had a yeah. very successful season. Was there any discussion about returning Peter? Was there? A, did you have any? Or Good question. Had you? Had you? Because you, no, no, you, I, you I, 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 to be fair, I wasn't. I, I don't think um, the next season I was. I don't think I, I I wasn't planning on coming back to play anywhere in the UK, but but I'd never had that I'd never had that conversation no. um, with anyone. Um, and then I remember maybe about two or three weeks before the before before I left, um, I remember I remember Dave, I remember Dave Wren sort of said, "Oh, um, some something along the lines of sort of um, oh well, it's, you know, it's been great having you here, but you know, obviously obviously you're not you know." You're not wanting to come back next year, so we'll just sort of leave it at that. Which I don't, like I said, I never told him. But um, <laughs> I, <laughs> look, and like I said, I um, 
Yeah, I, 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 yes, I think when you, I mean, I played probably six or seven years as an overseas. Um, yeah. And, you know, like I said, I think probably when I look back now, you know, given given the, the team at that time um, and the strength of, I guess, the sort of depth of batting, um, you know, I think probably, I think probably what the what the team needed and whether that was borne out the next season was they needed someone who was a who was a better bowler, um, who was going to be more of a strike bowler because I, I got I got quite a few wickets but it you know it took me a while to get them um, I had to bowl a lot of overs to get them so like I said you need to, on on that on that pitch with the with the bit with the you know the batting depth of the team yeah I think you know a pro who was a more of a strike bowler was was definitely going to fit the bill you know a lot better I would have thought yeah yeah and it, and, and I suppose it. Um, you know, whether, you know, Ren has always, well, always had various pros up his sleeve and was working out, you know, what was what was next. And we were going through that transitional period where, you know, the older players were moving on. For example, me, uh, you know, Matt was getting towards the end of there. And and then, they you know, they bring some younger players in to, to play in the season after. Um, True. So, yeah. I wondered who's going to pick up on that. Joe Beneducci didn't pick up on it, did he? So, uh, but we'll leave that to Dooch, whether, you know, that, how good a decision that was. So, brilliant that, lads. Anything else from Gary, Charlie? We, uh, Charlie, I really appreciate you coming on. I hope you, I know you enjoyed the podcast and you, you're not mad keen on talking about it. You've done fantastically well and the listeners will absolutely love listening to to your your you know, your way that you saw the, the cup run going. And the bottom line is you can't get away from, you know, you're the most successful captain ever to, to Captain Laura House. So uh, thanks so much for coming on, Charlie. Um, if there's nothing else from anyone else, we'll, we'll close the podcast down. Thanks ever so much to the supporters who are listening to the podcast and are liking it and keep subscribing and passing on the word. We, we're getting thousands of listens to this now and we, we seem to be soaring up whatever the podcast charts are. So thanks everyone for listening and uh, good night and see you on the next one. Fultz, do you remember when um, we were? Uh, what, what year was the Church Cup final? Someone. Two thousand two. No, the Cup final was twenty twelve. Oh, twenty twelve. Yeah. And I, I had a massive decision to make, and I had to. I would, So we were doing the team selection, and we had to either pick Benanducci or Paddy Martin. So this decision was going on for for weeks and weeks, and obviously Joe's my best mate. And Paddy was like Black the up and coming. So Paddy was the up and coming player at Laurel House and the, the fans' favourite. And I either emailed you or texted you, I can't remember, asking for your advice. I, I emailed you and uh, Drewy, I think it was, maybe Raza. And you came back to me and, and said, Look, mate, just do, do whatever you think. Um, it's obviously a decision that's gone for weeks and weeks. Um, you've just got to stick with you, stick with your heart, and just go what, what's right. And obviously, I put my best mate, but so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you remember that one. Or not.
he's win not the game. bitter That's either. The important thing. Good, mate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Then it's all all's well that ends well, isn't it? That's uh, you know. Yeah, it's you, nice you to see, though, mate. You would have never heard the end of it if you hadn't. So. Absolutely not. No, no. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. It's been good. It's been good for Chad. Yes, thanks very much, Jeff. Everyone's on. Would this Charles? Would this entice you to do one of your own? No. It will. We'll get him on, Joe. Joe, we will. We'll get him on. He's on the Christmas. He's on the Christmas pod. Yeah, we'll get him on. Don't worry. Charlie's greatest run out by me. We could do a full episode on it. Hey, we could actually do. Long. We could do your run outs, Blaz, actually, right. because you've run me out a few times as well. When I uh, when, I spiked, when I spiked Tactical. you in your uh, <laughs> spiked you, play, you in your stomach. You play for thirty-five years. You can have some run outs. Thirty-five. <laughs> Charlie, were you the game? We didn't talk about it. The game that um, I, I remembered it the other day. There was a game when the tie. We, we oh, I tie. remember that. Yeah, yeah. Were you playing Charlie must not played. Frank, Frank Frank was wicket keeping, wasn't he? Yeah, Frank. Charlie must not played. Like, Frank, he, he, Frank ran, he, kept... he ran two guys out in the last over when they were trying to run a buy to mm. off the last ball oh. or the second to last ball. Was it Cole? No, it was Enfield. Enfield. Oh, yeah, at home. Enfield at home, Jess. That was one of those games I think I bowled 25 overs and I couldn't walk the next day. Oh, no. <laughs> it only captain that day. Joe were, uh, cap- were Joe captain that day. Yeah. That seems, to be, seems to be his... Uh, every pro that comes on when Joe was captain seems to have about 25 overs and I can't walk. Well, well that, I mean, now, it actually, now it actually makes sense why that was the difference. That's why in the cup games when Matt was captain, everyone bowled three over spells and when Joe was captain, it was 25. Yeah. I only captained about three games all year. Um, <laughs> But if, I think from memory, we, Jez didn't play either that day, Blaise, because I think it was after it was the cup final. Swim so and Matt, they fucked it off. They had it. Yeah. So if it, if Fultz want the ball twenty five overs, you'd have been bowling. So obviously Fultz ball twenty five overs. <laughs> Fultz twenty five <laughs> overs, seven for sixty five. Well bowled. Good lad. Good lad. It was Inspir- inspirational captaincy. Yeah. Three run, three run out. Three run outs. We played Burnley the next day. <laughs> and I think we I think we batted first, thank God, and we we got quite a big score. And then I bowled about four overs, and I said, "Oh no, no, I think I think it's going to spin. I think get the spinners on." <laughs> 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 yeah, three remotes. It was a pack between John Dave Ren to convince you that you weren't coming back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think he needed much. I don't think he needed much convincing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not think that's incredible that we just won our first trophy? You don't get invited back. Bless, I, I, I asked you this in the middle of the week, didn't I? Like, did, I, I had no idea. I no. just, you know, obviously it's Funny. fine. And we've already talked about the pros, haven't we? That it was just David's. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Talked, yeah. yeah. Talked it, it, about I mean, Gary, you know, just saying, did you have any input on who the pro was? Well, only after the fact of. Here's three names. What do you think about, you know, these? Yeah. Well, I want this yeah. one, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. Brilliant. 